You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Chris, and you're listening to a podcast that believes in dreams, that places trust in the magic of imagination, that is always the first start of the right, and where the light in the window is always on. Join as we discuss the views from Walt's apartment. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Walt's apartment live. It is. I'm sorry, I, I'm I'm doing two things here right now. I apologize for the gap there. My I'm at work, so for you that people that aren't watching, my salesman's yelling at me through the window because they're working a car deal. I'm probably going to have to leave in a little bit to go do the deals. But we have Brianna and we have Lewis here. Brianna, how are you? I'm great. Welcome back. You've had a couple of weeks off. You've been up to your neck in babies and birthdays, right? Birthdays and babies. Yes. Happy thirtieth, happy happy thirtieth birthday. Thank you. Absolutely. You. Sunken Lou is here. What's up, my friend? How's it going, everybody? I'm excited to be here tonight. It's game day. It is game day. Just a ver- just people that are listening to the podcast. Again, I'm at work. I'm a finance manager at a car dealership. They're working a car dealership. They're, they're, they're working a car deal. If they get that deal, I will have to leave. And Brianna and Lewis will take over. Now, Lewis left, so I might Lewis just be left. Brianna. And then Sean will have to go be his shady car guy self. Shady then... car guy doing shady car guy stuff. Yep. Uh, we got a few people in here. Lewis says game day. Efren says, yo, what's up, guys? Nicole says, hi. Um, Keith says, hello, all. Robin turns 60 on Friday. Happy early birthday, Robin. Thank you for spending part of your week with us. Yeah, happy birthday. Mary says, hello. Um, Sunken City Design says, welcome, everyone. Adam says, hi. Mary loves the music. Brianna says, I'm sorry. Nicole says, hi, Brianna. We missed you. I missed you. And uh, Mary says, what's what's with this working on the show night, Sean? I, I'm telling you, I... I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest with you. I was told I was working today. I wasn't given the option. I was working. I was told I was working. So well, if I'm working, I'm going to try to do the podcast for a little bit. So I will try as much as I can to do what we can. And we'll go there. Robin says, um, where is Sam? Dare I ask? Oh, you mean Sam. You mean Sam, the one that did the one chip challenge last week. This year? Ross news coming out. It's uh, it. it only makes sense. So I, I saw this on the Disney Insider. I don't know how true it was. I believe it was rumored. But Edward Norton, for those of you guys that have not seen uh, She-Hulk Season Valley, mild spoiler, but apparently Edward Norton almost made the entrance into the She-Hulk Immediate like, regret. <laughs> you all right? No. no. I told you you're not all right. Drink some freaking milk. The best part of that is, are you all right? No, no. She just straight up just says <laughs> no. It, and yeah. and yeah. she can't drink milk. <laughs> and she's lactose intolerant. She leaves halfway through the show to throw up. Um, then she says it came out her nose. She left in the middle of Extra Magic Hour recording as well. Um, poor kid, man. Why, why would you do that to yourself? We told her not to do it, but she did it. So um, she's that's not why she's not here. She is not here because she's not feeling well. Um, but uh, That's why she's not here. That might be. 
Um, Joe's here. Recovering. Joe's still a Facebook user. It's okay, guys. Facebook users, Joe. Joe works with me. He's one of my salesmen. He's awesome. Hello, Joe. Um, Nicole says that clip of Sam is epic. She handled it like a boss. She did. Um, I need to bring up my rundown real quick. So you guys talk about something for like a second because I forgot to do this. So I got hit up about the one chip challenge. Like I got hit up on my Instagram. So uh, Lewis, are you going to do the one chip challenge now? Apparently, and I had to go back and listen to it at one point, and I shared like if she does it, I'll do it. Uh, and no, you totally did say that. Yeah, and, and, and I'm out, not anymore. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> Sam, no like, shit, yeah. <clears throat> Sam was so confident. I will give her all, give her all the world that she, she was so confident, and and that was that was great. But she's like, there's just no way that no. I've seen so many people fall. People go to the hospital from that. But Sam, valiant effort. We appreciate that. We appreciate you. Sorry you're not here. David, we miss you. Amber, we miss you. Jade, we miss you. We miss everyone. But a couple of cool announcements. Starting next week, he's back. Our newest host for Walt's Apartment Podcast, Joey from the Disney's of Earth Podcast, is actually not going to be a friend of the show anymore. He's actually going to be a host. He's going to be on the show as much as he can, just like we all are. So we're going to welcome Joey back next week. Football season is over, so we have him through the winter and, I guess, into spring. Then we lose him again through the summer, but... Depends if he does football game, but welcome in next week. Another cool thing that happened this last week was that um, I was listening. I, I had to go to California last week, and I was listening to um, some podcast. I listened to Joey's podcast, and I they talked about being a part of this Disney podcast family. It says, you're now listening to a Disney part, podcast family. And I'm like, ask Joey, how do I become part of this family? Because I like being part of, part of stuff. So we are now, Walt's apartment is now part of the – Disney podcast family. They're on Instagram. It's a group of Disney podcasts that basically celebrate each other and share each other's stuff. So I'll put the link in there for the, for, for that page as well for Disney podcast family. I want to shout out the podcasts that are already part of it. Um, we have all aboard podcasts who are the ones that did the, um, that did the, uh, the bracket. That's it. The battle. Yes. Obviously the Disney universe podcast is part of it. Disney rewind. I see the data. Wine is in capital letters, so they must. I, don't, I think they maybe they drink wine and talk Disney, which doesn't suck. Um, the Mando Show podcast, Chapter Three Adventures, Miles from Main Street, the Du Tiki Cast, and War War Holly talks Disney, talks Disneyland. So those are the ones that are part of the family. We are now part of the Disney podcast family, and we're excited to be part of it. So check us out there as well. Um, also upcoming, we have some interviews. I did an interview last night with David Vaughn and Just Ask Danny from the 5571 podcast. Um, David is on uh, TikTok doing parks updates, doing little top five did you know kind of things on TikTok. Like 220,000 followers, something like that. I got 11 million views. TikTok sensation. Danny is a YouTube, does YouTube. They have a podcast called the 5571. And um I asked them, and I felt I kind of felt like an idiot because I'm, I'm going to ask you both. What do you think the five five seven one means? I could not figure it out until they told me. So, any ideas what the fifty five seventy one? Oh, it's the two for? years. Ah, oh, the... you got me. 
Yeah, of that's good. I, 55 I, I, Disneyland, 71 Walt Disney World. You're exactly right. I could not. I'm like typing up 5571, and it says something about like meditation. I'm like, I don't think the show's about meditation. I mean, if you wouldn't have said 5571, I wouldn't have got it. If you would have yeah. kept saying 5571, I would have okay. never caught it. I yeah, it that's, like... that's, that's when I caught it. When they said 5571, I'm like, oh, crap. That's okay. That's Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Yeah, I felt yeah, stupid. You said 5571. I was like, did Walt Disney World open on Cinco de Mayo? I was like, that's <laughs> no, it was it was a great interview. Um, we were going to put it in Main Street View because I told Lewis I said we'll pop it into that. It was an hour long, so I'm gonna they're gonna get their own podcast. I'm gonna put it out this weekend of of just those guys on. It was a lot of fun. I thought they wanted a short interview, and then I'm like, you guys want to wrap up? Like we got more time. So I actually <laughs> nice. pulled I actually pulled one of our old games. I pulled the uh, Disney um, one's got to go just from our our list over here, and we did that with them, and we. It was a lot of fun. They're very knowledgeable, very high on Disneyland, very high on Hagrid's roller coaster. They're both very excited about that. That's that's their favorite roller coaster. They both kind of said that. But, yeah, it was a great interview. Check that out this weekend. Main Street View we're doing tomorrow night. Um, Extra Magic Hours back next week. Marvel Tribe and Knights of the Republic will be back here in the next couple weeks. We're working on some stuff. Um, David's out right now and everything. So, yeah. Car deal still going forward, by the way. So I think I'm I'm gonna go as much as I can. Then we're gonna then I'll, that's gonna hand the show over to you guys. So um, let's get into some news. We have news from the Disneysider.com. Um, they have their Disney. They have the Disneysider show news from the castle, and they have a brand new park show on the on the Disneysider podcast network as well, which is called News from the Parks. Makes sense. News from the castle. News from the parks. Um, it's just it's just parks related stuff like that. Kind of like our extra magic hour. They just talk Disney news and have. I thought they were doing a comic show. They might be too. They're, I know they're doing comic. They're doing a, a gaming one coming back. Disney Insider Gaming's coming back. Check them out. They're our flagship. Disney Insider. We love being part of them. Um, let's talk a little bit of news here. And then I'll, well, before I'm done, I'm going to try to watch these trailers with you guys. And then I'll hand the show over to you guys. Because I want to watch these two trailers get your guys' thoughts. Uh, first story. Um, is this kind of It's not sad because, I mean, the guy worked for the company for 40, 42 years. But Bob Weiss officially announced that he's that he's leaving um Walt Disney Imagineering uh, just this last week i believe it's being handed over in uh, january so yeah january 2nd Weiss is officially part ways of the company on january 2nd 2023 barbara bowza was named the new president of Walt Disney Imagineering um Weiss joined Walt Disney Imagineering in 1980 um Jeez, that's so long. Um, it had a major creative roles at Disney Hollywood Studio, Tokyo Disney Sea. After leaving Disney 1994 to find his own business, he returned WDI in 2007 to oversee Cars Land. So thank you, Bob Weiss. And the new attractions at Disney California Adventure in 2016. He was renamed President Walt Disney WDI, where he was responsible for all the creative aspects of Shanghai. So... We will miss you, Bob Weiss. I got to see Bob Weiss at D23. He did the Marty Sklar um, panel on it. Cool guy. Just so friendly. And so, yeah, it was great. So I don't know if you guys know who Bob Weiss is. I mean, with that that amount that he's done, that's amazing. And uh, all of those are fantastic. Uh, Cars Land is beautiful. I've never been to Shanghai, but it looks beautiful. Oh, my God. I guess Uh, All the stuff at DCA. Yeah. The crown jewel. They some years there. I mean, I think it's time for him to enjoy his retirement. For sure. Uh, Lewis, any thoughts on Bob Weiss? 
I have a billion thoughts, but I, I'm just thankful that he what he has done for the parks and the company itself. Like, there's key things. If anyone has seen the Imagineering story, I've watched it a billion times. Mm-hmm. He is a key spokesman in that series, sharing all types and ins and outs of. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so happy retirement, Mr. Weiss. Um, I'm glad I can say I got to see meet him in person, not meet him, but see him in person and hear him speak about just the way he speaks so highly of of Marty was epic i mean it was he he kind of also led he he's led the archive because they're, they're archiving marty sklar's mm-hmm. stuff right now from from his um i think they said a thousand boxes and millions of documents that stuff that they found after marty passed away and they're documenting all they're tagging it all cataloging it all so they can and, and put in it i don't even know if they said they're going to put it it's just so much of it but letters and notes and stuff but bob weiss was really cool congratulations on your retirement I've met. Uh, I didn't. I, I'm the same situation, but instead of Bob, I've met, walked by, I guess you could say, uh, Marty Scalari. He was filming a short or something in Disneyland. Oh, my wife and a buddy of mine went to Disneyland Park, and I didn't quite notice him at first, but my wife did. She's like, "Isn't that the gentleman from the DVD you watch?" And I was like, "I looked over, and I was like immediately starstruck." And <laughs> it sucked because you couldn't get close, probably for obvious reasons, but like. You couldn't get like anywhere near enough to get a decent picture. This was probably eight or nine years ago, so right. like iPhone cameras weren't quite what they are today. So you couldn't take a picture from like, a block away and get a good photo. But I was like, it was so cool to know that a hundred feet away, there's Marty Scalar. Yeah, that like I said, and he was just so he like filled up the room at D twenty three, and that just forty two years. That's that's like that's not unheard of. But that's crazy. You know what I mean? Who, who worked somewhere for 40 years? You know, and Nicole makes, and I agree with Nicole, listening to the Scar family was my favorite part of D23. I would have paid the 160 or whatever it was, 175 a ticket just for that panel. It was that good. It was really, really, uh, it, to me, it was better than like the Legends panel that, that we got to go to. I thought it was better. It was the be- It was my highlight of that weekend for sure. So, yeah. Um, Johnny has a question. Do hope for more animated content for Winnie the Pooh for Disney Plus. Um, I, yeah, some as long classic as it's not, Winnie the Pooh. As long as I it's would not be down the, for that. The haunted Winnie the Pooh. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I'll, I'm more for. I'm I'm up for more animated anything Disney, especially you go 2D like D- Princess and the Frog. Like I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for those. So like you go anything animated, I'm in. I mean, it'd be tight to get like. But then again, you got to be careful because that new Mickey Mouse and Mini Adventures, the way they look. Not a fan of that, but overall, I'm down for anything animated. Okay, um, Brianna, any thoughts on Pooh? I mean, like I said, I'll take. I love like old Winnie the Pooh movies and everything. So, right. and like honestly, like Lewis said, honestly, I feel like since Disney Plus has came out, we've really been lacking in just like animation coming mm-hmm. out onto Disney Plus original animation. So, right, bring it on. I know we're getting um, a little bit more coming up, but it's so few and far between that I'm here for any animation. For sure. Um, Mary says, in these times, no one works anywhere that long. That's so true. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. 42 <laughs> years. That's I'm 49. So, I mean, he's worked there, you know, so dang, you know, that's just blows my mind. Um, other news from the Disney Insider. I thought this was interesting, and I just want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Um, the article is uploading here. It says, Tim Burton is done working with Disney following Dumbo. 
um, I guess it all wasn't roses and everything for Tim Burton working when he worked for Disney. I guess in, an, in a recent interview, he made this comment. He said, my history is that I started out there. I was hired and fired like several times without throughout my career. The thing, that, the thing about Dumbo is that is that's why I think my days with Disney are done. I realized that I was Dumbo, that I was working in this horrible big circus, and I needed to escape. That movie is quite autobiographical. Autobiographical. Autobiographical, biographical. Thank you. Autobiographical at a certain level. So Tim Burton is Dumbo. That's what he says. Thoughts? <laughs> I mean, if he wants to turn down the money that I'm sure Disney's giving him, go for it. But and then there's a point where I think creatives want to do what they want to do. He's got his very set ways on his stuff, which I don't always agree with, but. Mm-hmm. Those are his creative choices, and if that's he's had a successful career, so if that's what yeah. he wants to do, that's fine. Like, he's, go out quietly. I don't care. <laughs> you, yeah, like Skyler wrote in this article. I mean, Tim Burton has worked for Disney, an uncredited animator on Tron. He was the producer on Nightmare Before Christmas, James the Giant Peach, and Alice looking through the Looking Glass. Sorry about that one, but um, yeah, people, I, why would you complain about a company that make you? I, Hundreds of millions of dollars you probably made from Disney, but you know he's he's Dumbo. Lewis, what do you think? Well, if you watch our Main Street View episode, for those of you that are watching now or listen, I should say listen to the live action versus animation or cartoon. I've shared a huge deep thought about Tim Burton and his movies. For me, good riddance. Like nothing <laughs> you made for Disney besides James the Giant Peach and Nightmare has been good. Dumbo was absolute garbage. And if you're Dumbo, I'm, I'm sorry that you look at yourself that way. His, now, Tim Burton, as a director, a producer for his individual films, 100% amazing. I love him. I like Mrs. Peregrine. I love all his other stuff. The stuff he does with Disney, now maybe this is why he's leaving, because Disney has him tone it back, and that's what ruins it. But I did not like Dumbo. I wanted to like the first Alice in Wonderland. The second Alice in Wonderland, I watched the first opening scene, and I was like, all right, I'm out. Like, you just – I don't know what he does where he tries to add too much Burton and not enough Disney, or they add too much Disney to Burton. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mix. And I don't I don't get why these Dumbo references – like, did he have anything in the pipelines to make him leave? Like, Dumbo was, like, five years ago. Like, if you're still <laughs> sad about that, then go make another movie. Like <laughs> – I can't. I, I don't like Tim Burton's Disney stuff. I love Tim Burton. I love his not Disney stuff, but right. his Disney stuff is by all means good riddance. And see you later. <laughs> all right. Um, I got a couple. Got a couple comments we need to address. I'm gonna get a over bunch here. of heat on TikTok next week. Nah, you're good. <laughs> um, Nicole says Emma says 49 is old. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is good. old. Yeah. But I, my <laughs> response to Emma is that the Winnie the Pooh ride still sucks. That's like Land <laughs> Before Time Age. <laughs> um, it, Efren says it's okay. The night before Christmas was garbage. Unpopular opinion. I thought it was okay. It's. Ooh, it I want to hear Efren's like feedback on that. <laughs> I'm down. Let's go. I'm. I'm curious to see his point of view on that. Um, Mary says, "Tell us how you feel." I usually do. Um, Robin says, "Biting the old hand that feeds him." So yeah, true. And uh, Mary says, "Emma, I'm old too." <laughs> Yes, we yeah, we're we're old, so that's okay. But I 
I think you nailed it, Lewis. Actually, with what you said, I mean, I'm curious why this came up though. Like, it said he was like part of some interview or so, someone interviewed him. He was at, um, what did it say? Tim Burton had a long, successful. Oh, back up here, it says he was part of a speaking at the Lumiere at the Lumiere Festival in Lyon after receiving the pre Lumiere. Burton revealed that he will no longer work with Disney. It just, yeah. It sounds like he's had he's wanted to like say this for so and long it, because if you w- won something or he was at a festival, that's not the <laughs> thing that I would be bringing up. Yeah, like, but uh, thanks for the award. I'm out, Disney. I, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, Disney. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. Look at we got Bob Weiss doing it. We got uh, James Gunn going to DC now. Tim Burton. <laughs> I mean, Bob Paycheck's next. No, yeah, okay. That's my. That's our next story. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's gone. Um, no. He's not gone. He's not gone. Um, Mary says weird timing. So Bob Chapek, this story isn't from Disney Insider, but I found it on Blog Mickey, actually, which is great. has great news articles as well. But Bob Chapek did an interview today for the Wall Street Journal. He's at some convention or something in somewhere. It's like a wall. It's like a tech convention. And they did like an hour long interview with him, which I actually listened to it. And he made a lot of good points. But <clears throat> the article that uh, that the uh, that they wrote uh says Disney CEO Bob Chapek comments on the criticism that the Walt Disney Company is too woke. And this has been going back and forth for a few months now. And I know there's a lot of people that aren't fans of Bob Chapek. I res- uh, I'm going to read you his response to, 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 to what he said. I respect his answer for, 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 for what he said. So I'm going to read it to you guys here. Um, he says that he was, says, I want to just let me find it here real quick. He was, he says, Murray, who was the interviewer, first asked Chapik about how much, how much of a role diversity has in Disney storytelling. Chapik leaned on the idea that Disney is a storytelling company and that Disney wants to content that, that wants its content to reflect the rich, diverse world that we live in. Chapik said that when someone walks down Main Street and you look at the castle, you're not thinking I'm on, you're not thinking I'm on the, I'm on one side political spectrum or the other. You have a shared belief and all that wonderful aspects that Disney is, which I think is a great statement. And I think it's true. You, when, when you're at Disneyland, I'm not thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat or I'm this or I'm for this. I'm pro this. I'm pro that. And then they then they went into a little bit more about the the Reedy Creek stuff like that and the don't say gay bill and how he handled that. And he said. He's and he admitted straight up said I I they asked him what he learned from that and he said he learned that the cast members are what create all the magic and he basically admitted that he didn't listen to the cast members and he didn't respect the cast I I I gained a lot more respect I I've always respected him but I I gained a lot more respect for him from this he did make one more comment at the end Murray said that Mur- the interviewer said so then to be clear you don't think Disney is too woke was Chapik responded by smiling a bit and saying, I think Disney's a company that has survived for a hundred years by catering to its audience. And it's going to, th- it's going to thrive the next hundred years by catering to its audience. Thoughts. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think wokeness is meeting catering to anybody. And I hate the word woke because people I agree. Like to use I, it to throw it around yep, just yep. to, because it's what they want to use because mm-hmm. Things are changing 
and being what people used to think is being questioned more. And we have the internet to amplifying those questions. Right. That doesn't mean that it's it's not bad. It's it's a good thing that we have like ways to hold people responsible for something, and it doesn't mean that it's bad. Obviously, there's things that go too far on all ends of, but overall, being woke is just a weird term to me. I don't mm-hmm. understand where this is ever coming from, and I don't think that's catering to anything. And I think that's a little weird, but I. I'm very happy that he talked about how he um, listened to the cast members. And that's yeah. something that all CEOs should be doing. Like, these are your employees. These are the ones that make your company run. Mm-hmm. Like, I, he, he sits up there. He doesn't talk to the day-to-day guests consistently like these right. cast members do. They're the ones doing this. They're the ones getting paid next to nothing while he's making millions. Mm-hmm. He needs to be listening to them. So I'm glad that came up. It was a little weird, again, that he brought up the same thing. During when he the don't say gay bill came out, that's kind of the same thing he said was that this is a storytelling company right. and he wants their political f- views or any views to be coming from their stories. But then we, again, we find out that through Pixar and other companies that they're taking out things like gay couples and gay scenes because they didn't want them in there. So is, if they can prove that they're going to be okay doing this, I am mm-hmm. happy with what he said. And I'm hoping that him saying that he has listened to people, he's catering to his people means that they will continue to be diverse because he can say it out all he wants, but it hasn't been showing. I uh, that's yeah, that's I mean, that's a great answer. And they even dived into more of it. Like they said, you know, the guy asked him, he said, well, but you know, light year and like somewhere in Europe, they, they banned it because there is, there's a, a gay scene or, or whatever. And the, he's, the gay, the um, buzz's friend. Right. Right. And so they, yeah. so somewhere in Spain or something said, no, they, they didn't show it. And, and they, you're right. Bob, Bob, Bob Chapek is the CEO and he, his answers are very canned. Um, yeah. They're very canned. And they're always going to be that. And they're vanilla. Is. And he's the CEO. <laughs> he, he runs everything. He did make another comment saying that when he ran the parks for seven years, that 99% of the letters that he got from, from uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to come to you, Lewis. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, no, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here. 99% of the letters that came to him were about cast member interactions. It wasn't about, so I don't know if you guys listen to the interview. It's like forty-five minutes long. Just type in Wall Street Journal Bob Chapek and today's date. I thought it was he's to me. He kind of said the right things. He said what a CEO would say. Um, he stayed on point. He made it very clear that he's listening to the cast members. He's listening to what everyone has to say. So, um, Nicole says I'd like to see actions behind his words. Well, yeah. true, true. I absolutely agree and. We've we've all I mean me and me and Brianna and Nicole and Lewis got into it I think was it at the El Torito in Anaheim about Bob Chapik so I mean it was <clears throat> it's always going to be a topic he's not Bob Iger he's not lovable like Bob Iger he's trying to do the best and he made any one other thing I'll say and then I'll let Lewis comment he did say I have to be wor- I have to worry about what the cast members think the guests think the fans think and what my stockholders think. He said, I'm juggling all three and doing the best I can. He was, he was very candid. He said, I'm doing the best I can to juggle all three and try to make everyone happy. He said, it's not the easiest job in the world. So made yeah. it very clear. I mean, that's why he gets paid millions. So I can't Ex- like, you know, yeah. sympathize too much. <laughs> he gets paid enough for it, but they did, like, it is not an easy job. And I will never pretend that it will be like, right. 
And the one thing I, I thought was, was was interesting that Mr. Murray, when he asked me, said like you know, regarding the light year situation, he said, "Did that come across your desk, or is that something that you just don't you don't look at?" He goes, "No, no, no, everything comes across my desk," which I was kind of shocked to hear. Um, I always defended him that it's not him making the decisions, and maybe he is making more decisions than we actually thought. But he said everything is across his desk, and everything is always thought about what's it going to look like in the in the broad spectrum of everything. So, Lewis, is Disney woke? Um, I don't want to say yes, and I don't want to say no. Okay. Uh, I, because, like Brianna kind of touched on it, it's such a. Hang on one second. Oh. Nicole says, "Big L, I know you got stuff to say, and I'm on the edge of my seat for it. So <laughs> the floor is yours, my friend. Go All ahead." All right. So for me, I don't think they're woke. I don't want to say they are, and they are not. Like yes and no. I'm not an answer a word because the word woke for many people is like the word indefinitely. You hear the word indefinitely, you think it's never happening. But then you look at the definition and say, oh, there's just no date or time set. So you hear those words and you think it's bad. You think it's good. You really don't know. But then I again, the word the, indefinite for other reasons. That's all. I'm yeah, it's, 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 it's <laughs> mind blowing. For me, though, for Bob Paycheck, like I really like how he said, I deal with the cast members. I deal with the guests and I have to worry about the stockholders. OK, well said. I respect you saying that. But guess what? The cast members, the guests, and the stockholders that you have, two of the three parties are not happy. And if you're a numbers and a business guy, when two-thirds of your business are not happy, that's not good. Cast members deserve a lot more credit, which I think they get and they don't get. They definitely need a little bit more of a pay bump. But at the same time, I do know I've, I've been in the parks and some cast members – they just have that look of like, I don't want to be here. Like, then don't be here. But there are some cast members that go above and beyond what they do. I think there needs to be more park recognition for cast members to mm-hmm. identify those cast members that are putting in the work, putting in the magic, and get to earn that extra like income, whatever it may be in any way, shape, or form. But at the same time, get rid of those cast members that don't want to be there. I mean, it, that's... He says everything comes across his desk. A lot of things come across my desk. Do I look at them? No. Second, with the whole don't say gay thing, they cut gays out of movies for other countries. It's other countries. Who? And I don't want to say this in a bad way. I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I'm not trying to go TikTok warrior. But if it's another country and they don't want that, they don't want that. Let's worry about ours. We're here. If it's mm-hmm. in there, cool. If you don't want it in there, don't watch the movie. They're not making every single gay movie, either gay, lesbian, straight. They're not making every single one like that, but some movies have that. But one thing that I, I'm glad that he did, I haven't seen this interview and I want to see it now, mm-hmm. but for me, again, his actions really need to show because he says all these things, but he's also took two years of beating them. So now he knows what to say to get people on his side. Yeah. Now you got to show those actions. Someone shared it uh, when D23 happened. The Bob Iger magic, the Bob Iger way, it's it's done. It's the Josh tomorrow and Bob Paycheck show now. So these next every single month, every single day hey, that passes by, that's we need to see what they're doing. Um, I have a question about what you said. Yeah, you said two of the three parties are are not happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we we don't have to debate this, but what are, what are those two parties that aren't happy? Uh, guests and cast members. Gonna say his his stockholders are fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where are you hearing that cast members aren't happy? I'm just curious. Uh, well, one, uh, being friends with a few cast members. Okay. But two, 
I mean, the fact that cast members, the whole, I mean, the don't gay say, don't say gay bill, which isn't the title of the bill. And I wish people would recognize that, but there's that walking out on the job site for that one. That's uh, not, I want to say irrelevant. That's not the word I want to use, but when that shouldn't be part of your job site, if your job is this, your job is that, but mm-hmm. at the same time, cast members at the parks, you see it in their faces. There's no real like magic in their faces. You hear about it on news reports of these cast members that are living in like 12 by 12 apartments because one, they can't make a living. You got cast members that are really, you know, they have to dress and be a certain way because they're cast members, but yet they can't be taken serious or paid the way they deserve as an employee. To us, they are cast members. They are titled as cast members, but they are still working employees. They should be treated like working employees paid appropriately you can see it when you go to the park unless you're a cast member that you're doing this because well you don't need the income you have somebody else in your family that's really working and you're just doing it for fun cool but you see the cast members that really want to give you more and they're not being taken care of so i wouldn't say that i'm hearing it directly from the handful of cast members that are friends of mine Mm -hmm. they're not happy but the overall visual of cast members I feel like you can ask any cast member and most of them are going to say they're not happy versus they are happy. Sure. I get that. I wasn't challenging you. I was just trying to elaborate on what you were saying. Oh, absolutely. I'm not trying to battle you at all because I understand I've heard, I've heard complaints on both sides. I was just trying to understand where, where you were coming from. So, but but yeah. And, and and just like last week when we were talking, I don't think every guest is mad. I don't think every cast member is mad. Right. But the majority are not happy. I will say this going back to the interview and then we'll, we'll move on to some other stuff. Um, he touched on the reservation system. Everyone's pissed off about the reservation system. They're, they're, they're mad about it. How dare you control how many people come to the park? That's not fair. Right. Um, he made a, he made a really good point. You book an airline ticket, you're controlled where you're going. How many people can be on there? You book a train, you book any kind of a cruise. You're told how many people can be there. And it, it made a really good point. And he said, so we open it back up, right? And it's the parks have been crazy. The parks are crazy full right now. We've all seen that and been there. So you and he he gave the example. You have a family from Seattle that they planned their trip to Disneyland in October, say October 10th to the 15th, which is one of the busiest weeks of the year. And we know that because there's so many schools that are out for spring break. The 10th of the 15th, there's no reservation system. Parks are more full than they've ever been before. That family spends their money. They book a hotel. They come down with their, their Disneyland tickets, and they're told they get there at noon because they got there late. They're told, we're sorry, we're at capacity. You can't come in. How are you going to feel? That made sense to me, and it kind of hit me. I'm like, shit, that makes sense of why you would control this. Obviously, they do it to control. They control you know, how, how many cast members are there, but – I thought that made a lot of sense. And I thought it was a good visual. I've heard of the parks being closed down to capacity. That's not going to happen now because there's a reservation system. You can't plan a trip for a a family from Seattle or a family from Texas that comes all the way across the country. And sorry, like Wally world, sorry, kids parks closed, you know, because they're full because it's, there's such a high demand for it now because people want happiness because the parks bring happiness after COVID. So I think if there wasn't a reservation system, I think that the people would be getting turned away. They're, they're on vacation. Do you guys agree with me or no? 
I want to know what the reservation system versus the capacity limit like differences mm-hmm. um, because it is very full. And honestly, yeah, like I really don't think they're like stopping that many people from coming in or it sure doesn't feel like it. It might be because there's, a you know, bits of Disneyland that are closed right now. And like when I go to Epcot, there's lots of places in Epcot that are closed right now. So maybe that's what's making it feel so full. But like, mm-hmm. I honestly don't feel like there's yeah that much difference between the reservation limits and then the capacity limits i mean there's gonna be some because when you do see like the actual capacity that's like uh new year's eve and uh thanksgiving weekend and things like that um and those days look like you can't even walk through the parks but Mm -hmm. i'm not necessarily mad i think the more of the capacity thing comes from me is obviously as a magic key holder it comes from the amount that you can hold which Mm -hmm. i do understand restrictions at some point Mm -hmm. but there's you can't plan like a full vacation with a magic key sure i i and i i I agree with you there it's hard that's where that my frustrations come Mm -hmm. in that's kind of where they end now my walt disney world annual pass and that's i guess where i would probably plan larger vacations too i have a lot more flexibility i get to have a reservation for any day that i hold a walt disney world resort right night Plus the like seven on top of it that I have with my annual pass. So I can have like 12 days booked if I want. Um, so like those like that. So I think that's where mine comes in. As long sure. as people can actually fully plan their vacations with the reservations, then I'm okay with it. Okay. When it gets harder on that, then yeah. Before we get to Lewis, I got a couple of, a couple of comments over here. Keith says, yes, Disney's woke. Admit it. Okay. Thank you, Keith. <laughs> Anna says, hello, everyone. Um, Efren says, I think they're woke, but you go to Disney to leave the real world behind a bit and not to worry about all that crap. Very good point. Um, Nicole, this is talking about reservations. Who cares? I've been booking reservations since way before COVID, and it was fine. Um, Mary says, that makes sense that the parks weren't packed so full. And that's the one thing that I was thinking about when he said that. I'm like, yeah, but they're still really, really full. But how much more full would they be if you had unlimited if you had unlimited ticket sales and anyone could go whenever you want? If you had your magic key, the magic keys wouldn't be a thing because you could go whenever you wanted. You know, it's just Mary. I'm hates kind of it. just wondering how many more people a day would actually be in the parks if we didn't have right. these reservations. Because you're there every once in a while, a couple people, but I'm not seeing hundreds of people flooding Instagram and Facebook groups saying that they couldn't get in on one day. Right. It's usually like three people. Um, Robin says, "I don't like the word woke. I think Disney's modernizing." That's a, good I like way that. to put it. That's a good way to put it. Um, Mary says, I hate reservations. They are a pain. And um, it's like the Walt Disney World park hopping is what makes for me the biggest pain. Right. <laughs> Hannah says, I feel I, I will feel upset if I can't go into the parks. Most people do. Uh, Mary, on, on, on our 10 day trip, every day getting at the gate was an issue. Sorry to hear that, Mary. Nicole has more to say. <laughs> Reservations have never been an issue for me. However, a local brought up a good point. They are no longer a spontaneous. They are they are no longer the spontaneous trip after work, which is a which is a really good point. If you can't just say I'm going to run down to Disneyland, like when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I would on Friday afternoons I'd leave school at two thirty and take my hour and a half trip to Disneyland like twice a month. Can't do that anymore because there's because the reservation. So that is true. Like, it's not I could a, still be pretty spontaneous. I just booked a reservation for tomorrow. 
oh, like an hour ago. And I do and that a lot. <laughs> Not on day of, doesn't usually happen. But if I know the night before, I can usually get a reservation. Uh, Steve says one of the points is one of the points is that you can only make five reservations. So if you make those reservations in May, but want to go before May, you cannot. Yeah, that's true, and I understand that. And it's it's frustrating. Everything has kinks. I'm not defending Disney on it. I'm just kind of stating what he was saying. I don't go enough to experience the reservation issues. I understand people like Rihanna who live down there, Nicole who lives in California, Lewis who lives down there as well. You guys might want to go more than I can or, or have the ability to go more than I can. And that's seemed that it does seem frustrating. So Lewis, I haven't given you a chance to talk on this. So it's all good, man. Let's go. I think the reservation system is is it's it's bonkers. So the way he's trying to pitch it, that oh yeah, you know, a plane gets reservations, a bus, a train, a boat gets reservations. Absolutely. But when that bus is full, that bus is full. Us as magic key holders, first off. You don't have a key to your house to get locked up. Oh, I almost said it. I almost just, you always had to put a Mickey Mouse laugh in there. You don't, you don't have a key to your house to get locked out of it. So drop the name. It's not a magic key. It's, it's more like a hotel room door pass. But anyway, I think it's just, it's when we're paying as magic key holders, we're paying either a lump sum or a hefty chunk monthly. So if you're doing the monthly payments, Disney knows for the next 12 months, Unless your card goes default, next 12 months you're paying that. If they're going to either stockholders, magic key holders should be looked at as like stockholders. That's money that's there whether you use the pass or not. Why are we the first ones to get blocked out of the gate? Because we invested, so we have to wait. I agree. Magic, believe, all the different tiers have less blackout dates than others. You get what you signed up for. Okay. The whole park hopping garbage, especially in D- Disneyland, if it if it was about crowd control, why is park hopping stopped at one? Why do you have to choose a park? That doesn't make any sense. So I agree with what he's trying to say, but if daily tickets are still available, why are magic keys blocked out? Not only that, why should we have limited reservations? I can call a restaurant and make reservations Sunday through Saturday as I please. If you make reservations and you get approved for your reservations, cool. You should be able to go as long as your day's active. Having a limited amount of reservations blocks those from saying, hey, we're going to go in May. I need those four dates because family's flying in. Guess what? If you're a bottom two tier key, you're not going until that date. So I, I agree with what he's trying to market it as, but there's way too many kinks. Not only that, you get you have a magic key, you pay the premium to get in, you can't get in. The average guest goer buys a day ticket, they can get in. What happens when you get in the gate? You deal with that again. You have lightning lane and general standby. Great. So I pay the premium to get in. I have to fight for a day to get in. I finally get in. I'm not paying for magic key or lightning lanes. I've already paid enough ahead of time. Now I have to stand by the general mission while the guest paying the one day pass that finds an affordable lightning lane gets in even faster. So where do magic keys get the magic or the keys to do a little bit more than they want to? I think reservations should just be, hey, I want to go next Thursday. Let me submit that little magic button to get a reservation. Hey, we got one. Hey, we got one. Let's go. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. But I don't think there should be a limited amount of 
reservations you can sit on. I do think that the penalty system for missing your reservation should be a little bit more enforced. I think the park hopping thing or how you can't either pick your park. Like, I take my three little kids. I choose Disneyland every single side or every single time. Why? Because there's not that much on California side. So California will always be available for families because there's not a lot to do there from 8 in the morning till 1, especially for little kids. Disneyland, always. So it's hard. So I'm not against the reservation systems, but don't compare it to a train or a plane. When those tickets are sold out, those tickets are sold out. And, I mean, come on. Where's the magic in Magic Keys? Create a Go- – oh, geez. Goofy's not a dog. <laughs> wait, wait to just – Just out of nowhere. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sorry. Like, no, it's all good. I think the reservation system is okay, but drop the reservation system at one. Hey, for locals – you make a reservation to get in the early hours, but if you're not, after one, you're free to come in or after five. There needs to be a little bit more breathing room in it because Disneyland is known as a locals park. There's a reason that it's always busy because locals enjoy having that break. So mm-hmm. I can go all day on these reservation systems. I like that he's trying to make it seem better than it is, but it's absolute trash. It needs to be reworked 100%. So are you saying there should be one magic key? Um, no, I think there's, there should be like tiers. I think the tiers. If you're going to pay more to have no blackout dates or less blackout dates, you pay more. To, it's That's what you're getting. But I don't think you should have a set amount of reservations you can make because, well, I can call a restaurant and make reservations Sunday through Saturday, and I may not get them, but I'm mm-hmm. able to make that reservation. I don't mind if there's – a limit but the limit's so low like four i upped my pass when i renewed because i needed more than four mm-hmm. like and that's solely the reason that i upped my pass like right. four's next to nothing like and like you said for people that are local yeah if you want to go with your family for an extended weekend and you take three there then you've got one to work with maybe if you want to go with a friend or go for sure. dinner or make that spontaneous trip when you see a reservation pop up like but yeah. it is hard to work with only and someone four. someone mentioned that other parks do it guess what universal has they were talking the pay universal does have a different pay per day but i can go on universal's calendar and look at it and find the day in four or five months disneyland there's something sketchy about only being able to book up to 90 days. Like that for 120. At all universal. No, you don't, you don't, that reservation, the price changes. Oh, Disney, everything's so secretive. I can't make a reservation for May right now because guess what? Who knows what they're feeling that May? Oh, guess what? That comes out. We're, we're not going to put that out to them until we deem it ready. Why can't we see that we've already, for magic key holders, you've already paid for the year. I should be able to see the calendar up until my due date. Why am I only seeing it three months at a time? All very good points. And that that took a turn. <laughs> Always. Um, we got comments here. Keith says Goofy is a goof. Yep. Why does Goofy wear gloves and nobody else in the movie? I don't know. Um, Steve says, Steve Browning says, the pandemic is over. Drop the reservation system. They didn't need it before the pandemic. They don't need it now. Um, it's never going away, Steve. I'm sorry. Disney wants the reservation system so they can figure out how many people, how many employees they need to daily full fulfill staff and let people come and let people come in. Yeah. They've, cl- they've, they've admitted that and said that. And I, I think along those lines of the reservation, it's brilliant. 
if you, if you, if you're still not at full staff from before the pandemic and you have to plan on how many employees you're going to have there, you should be able to have people going to be there so you have enough staff to handle those people. That's Well, if it was like who was it? Undercover tours seemed to be able to make a crowd calendar for like a year in advance. I think Disney could figure out mm-hmm. when the high crowds are going to be there without a reservation system, but uh, <laughs> bust through these comments here really quick and we'll get on to the game. We use the six flags just for funnel cakes after work. <laughs> I like to, <laughs> I like to do that for Disney for beignets. That's that'd be awesome. That's fair. That's and not beignets. worry about reservations. Makes sense. Um, Nicole says, big L you are not wrong. I mean, I think uh, there's a lot of things that could be reworked, but it, it's, it's crazy. It's right on Louie. Keith says, so, I want to take a minute and talk about all of our cool sponsors we have. We have Designer Park Co., which is very cool. Um, the bags are awesome. Yes, Check and they the- came out with a new color. It's like a light cream oh, color. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, check sure? out Debbie. What's her husband's name, Steve? Debbie and Steve? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, check out their page, Designer Park Co. Um, check out the link in our or the, the code, Walt's APT Pod, yeah. gets yep. you it's $10 or 10%. 10%. 10% off purchases, which is great. So check them out. Um, Nicole says, Brianna, she wants the new bag. It's beautiful. I keep looking at them. I really want the purple one. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep telling myself I don't need more bags. But um, I want to talk about Getaway today. We love them. We're going to listen to about what they do and take like a two-minute break because I need a drink. So we'll be right back. Well, hello, and welcome to Let's Get to Know Our Sponsor. Getaway Today has been helping Disney vacation dreams come true since 1990. Whether you choose to visit the happiest place on Earth or travel to Orlando and beyond, they want to help you. Need to know the best hotel in the area? What theme park ticket should you buy? Have a last-minute change? No worries. Their travel experts are always here to help. Want to book a cruise and don't know where to start? Hey, they can help with that too. They will help you find the perfect cruise for your vacation, whether it is your first time or you're a well-seasoned cruiser. When you book your cruise with one of the Getaway Today's experts, you will have a dedicated agent to help you every step of the way. They take care of the details so you can have the most fun. Getaway Today has layway, Peace of mind travel, allowing you to cancel or make changes up to 72 hours in advance. You will always have the most up-to-date vacation information, both pre-arrival and upon your welcome. Getaway Today will guarantee the best prices with no hidden fees. And every time you book through Getaway Today, they will donate a portion back to a charitable organization in your area. And so far, over $4.5 million has been donated. So click the link in our show notes to start your Disney vacation planning for more information and the best deals. Tell them Walt's Apartment sent you. And until next time, enjoy the view from Walt's Apartment. I'm still chewing my gummy bears. Sorry. <laughs> oh, so... Um, I forgot to mention while we were talking about reservations that I guess Walt Disney World now has a lawsuit against them the same way that Disneyland did for the reservation system. So, Oh, really? We'll see how that one goes. Oh, yeah. geez. <laughs> um, 
Let's see here real quick. A um, couple comments here. Efren says, good night, everyone. Got to go. Keep up the great work. Astros are still cheaters. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I agree. Efren, we completely agree with you. Yeah. I agree with something. you on that. I want to find out why Nightmare Before Christmas is garbage, though. <laughs> Main and then Steve, Steve says, Mark's busy, fully staffed. The news, the annual passes, and how many people are coming in. Pandemic, will everyone come in? Mark's not full every day. Steve brings up a good point. I wonder if the parks seem fuller because guess what? All the people that are making reservations are cherishing those reservations. Would magic key holders go less if they knew they if they knew they can go whenever, would they go less and the parks seem less busier? But since you're bottlenecking everybody to get a reservation and don't lose it, everybody's going. I don't I'll I'll save that. But I'm just curious. Like the way he said that, like if you open it up, everyone will come. And I, I feel like a lot of uh, annual pass holders, magic key holders would go, you know, for a couple hours and leave if they didn't have to make reservations mm. instead of and now I feel like they would probably stay longer since it's, you know, limited to when they can yeah. go. Back to getaway today. We love them. They're the best. Brianna, did you see the email? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I meant to tell you earlier, um, what are you going to be doing with them? Let's talk about it. Oh, yeah. So we will be going, I what is it, on the November 9th-ish, 9th, 10th. Thursday, 10th. Thursday November 10th. 10th. Yeah. Uh, we'll be going to the Pirate Suite. And That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, we'll be learning more about Getaway Today and their promotions and deals and get to see the suite. And That's going to be so awesome. I we'll can't see what comes see out of that. I'm excited cool. for everybody to see we love getting what we today. make. Yes. I'm excited. Yes. Um, let's get on with this game. But before the game, we got to talk to Lewis a little bit about something. Now we're, we're, there's no car deal. So I'm still here. So everyone left. The lights are off. So oh. <laughs> you got me till the end. So I, yeah, I, I was kind looked, of wondering what was happening. I looked out in my during the getaway day thing when Nicole said million. Um, <laughs> um, Tim, my boss, looked down as like pound on the window. Scared the crap out of me because I was eating gummy bears and said that they had no deal. So they're all gone. So we're here. Let's go. But Sunken Lou takes a, it takes a new meaning to Sunken City Designs. Sunken City Designs is Lewis's company that he runs that um, does his shows his amazing art, artistic talent. He sells shirts, sells everything on there. But um, is there something happening with Sunken City Designs? Something kind of big? There's a couple things happening. So uh, as of Monday, this coming Monday, uh, I will be going full-time doing graphic designs, art, uh, stuff like that. So Sunken City will be full-time. Awesome. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a, an end of a journey where I'm currently employed. So it's, it's, it's a soft spot for me. But as of Monday, um, there will be, I'll be starting Sunken City Designs full-time, doing graphics, uh, custom work, commissions, artwork, more shows, more events, more projects, projects from drawing, graphic design. Um, I have a few sculpture projects we're working on. So a few things. But Monday also does the Congratulations, website release. by the way. What's Congratulations. that? Congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Congratulations. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Uh, but I'm, I'm on for the ride. So uh, we are. I'm stepping away from my full-time job. And I am still working with a buddy of mine that's really kind of helped patreon this whole movement so i will be having income so there's no stress there but in the next couple months i will be phasing out of that so my primary income will basically become 
Sunken City Designs, Profits, and what we're doing. Um, And as of Monday, the website drops, and we are doing a new T-shirt. It is a little bit late for Halloween, but we have our Billy Stein shirt that drops Monday. Uh, We have shirts, keychains, and stickers coming to that design that drop Monday. Not only that, for the viewers watching tonight and going forward, there will be a Walt's apartment discount code in the show notes after tonight's show. So hang out to the end and you will find out that discount code. Um, and after the show, there may be a brief moment when the website is open to pre-order your Billy Stein shirt before we close it back down and get it ready for Monday's grand opening. So going forward as Monday, Halloween night, the website will be up and running. Um, not many products available right now, but as they start rolling out, it will grow and grow, and I will make sure I drop links to them here and there. And appreciate your guys' support. Absolutely, man! Congratulations. Oh, yeah. That's that's your stuff's awesome. I mean, you've redesigned all of our logos and everything, so we appreciate everything you've done. We wish you nothing but the most, the best luck with that. Will, will that Krampus drawing that you were doing last week be available in something? That that exact design won't be. Uh, that design, I actually uh, it ended up in the trash. Uh, I, was, oh. I meant to save it it just was too stiff like it, i looked at it i was like even if i vector this it's just so flat but there is a krampus design in the works yes all right cool yes all right um robin says congratulations louis thank you thank you keith says congratulations as well so that brings us to our game you're our game master so uh yeah so all right, so we had, a, we had a request on Instagram, uh, I think it was a week or two ago, to bring back the ink and paint game. Now, I remember when we did ink and paint the first time, it was a paint and ink mess because it was a game that sounded good in my head. When we brought it to fruition, it didn't pan out that way. So the way it's going to work today is I'm going to describe a character um, using riddles, rhymes, hints, that may describe a character. It may be dead on, or it may be a simile to the character. And then we are going to describe whether it's ink or paint. Now, remember, ink means uh, cartoon, or sorry, ink means person, human character, not animated, not CG. Paint means CG or animated. Um, so uh, a few middlemen, uh, the new King or live action jungle book, those would be considered live action. So those would be ink. Um, Lion King, the 95 animated classic, would be considered paint because it's a cartoon. So the live action remakes, they are intended to be live action, so they would be live action. All your Marvel characters, the Hulk, live action. Um, But there will be, when you pick the ink or paint, I will share the character and the year they were released. That's where we got in trouble last time. They are like, well, technically the Mufasa... Is live action and cartoon. So now I will share the character and the year they were released so you know. All right. Do I need paper? No. I okay. feel like I needed paper to write on the ink and paint. Oh, do you want a paper? <laughs> no. No. I'm good. I got it. All right. Can you start with an easy one? Uh, yeah. I still don't understand this game. It's the second time we're playing it. It's okay, but I'll, I'll figure it out. It's like playing charades. I'm going to give you a few guesses, and you don't even have to name the character. You just have to take a guess if it's ink or paint. That's fair. Yeah. Ink. All right, here we go. So, the first one here are your three clues. Okay. He loves the smell 
of frozen vegetables. A sunny side day at the beach is fun. But friends and hugs are important. Oh. I don't have to name the character? This is not the no, character. You just got to see if it's a live action or an animated. Animated. Or so ink or paint. paint. Sorry, paint. paint. Paint, right? Animated. Paint. Do we get bonus paint? points if do we get bonus points if we both know it's Olaf? I mean, sure. If you want, <laughs> hey, if you want, we can drop the ink and paint. You just have to guess. I mean, we can do it that way. So then we'll drop ink and paint. You just gotta guess if it's the character. Sound good? Okay. All right. Oh. All right. Like okay, how we just change on the fly. Yeah. Green and Brown are both though. It's Olaf, right? So right. Yeah. <laughs> the warmth hugs, of the yeah. hugs. Yeah. The hugs. No. When you said smell of care, I'm like, it's gotta be Olaf because he's got. I was like, was... Olaf was the first, like, because of the frozen That's kind what I, of. Frozen, and then yeah. when you said like the beach, I was like, oh yeah. yeah, when he wanted to melt on the beach, although he didn't know he was gonna melt. And so then... Robin, Nicole, and Keith all said paint. paint, so they are correct as well. All right. All right. So now we're just saying the character, right? We completely just changed your game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> okay. It's all right. All right. Sorry, Lewis. It's okay. You go by Lewis or Louis. What I mean, what do we call you for real? So I so feel like he, we're the only people that call him Lewis. I, I I think the same thing. Nicole calls him Big L. Everyone else calls him Louis. What the hell is oh. your name? <laughs> We've had this conversation so many times. So my, my, my what do you want us to call you? My real name is Louis. Uh, okay. Everybody calls me Louis. Me, I don't. I don't mind either one. I like Louis and I like Louis. So whatever you feel comfortable, whatever just rolls off the tongue. By all means, I answer to both. And in the few months I've been on the show, I have probably like a million and a half names now. So I mean, <laughs> as long as they're not in- inappropriate or insulting, I don't care what you call me. Okay, fair. All right. All right. All right. Strolling through the park with my beautiful mate, looking at paintings in the night while smoking a pipe. I love the audio podcast. There's no Can sound. We go back to saying anchor paint. <laughs> <laughs> You said paint the night. Walking to the park with my mate, uh, looking at paints, looking at paintings in the night, mm-hmm. and smoking a pipe. Now remember, they could be riddles, they could be exact hints, they could be similarities. That's weird, because part of me wants to say like Bert from Mary Poppins. I honestly thought of Bert, and then yeah. I was thinking of the the guy from. 101 Dalmatians. But then I thought of Walt Disney. And then I thought of Walt Disney. Because walking through the park and Walt <laughs> These Disney were smoked, my three. <laughs> Walt Disney smoked, but no one knew about it. Richard Lopez says, what up, Louie? Looking fresh, bro. Hey, that's my barber. What's up, brother? No, you are looking good, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was. that's why I was late. Or not late, but that's why I hopped in at six, because I was yeah. a barber. I got the Bob Chapik beer going. What do you think? But but you see all that magic. You idol him you? so much that you're That's right. <laughs> you're such an admirer. And they asked him the interview. They said, "Did you get the?" They said, "Did you get the beard because you're trying to be tougher?" And he goes, "No, my wife liked it, <laughs> so that's why he got a beard." But um, yeah, sorry. Fresh cuts good, by so. fresh cuts by Richard Lopez. Yep. You are looking fresh, Louis. 
Thank you. Or Lewis. So, uh, <laughs> what's your final answer? <laughs> you can't hear it, so you might be able to leave that one. Um, I'm, I'm going with the guy from 101 Dalmatians. Nicole said we should not have changed his game. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Go back to Ink and Paint. So. <laughs> Fine, I'm, I'm going, going with ink. ink. I'm going to go. I'll go with ink as well. Oh, we're going to go right now. Okay. <laughs> well, that case, way to save it. And you are right. It is ink, but you guys had it on the first guess. It is Bert. 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 Yes. <laughs> well, then you said um, Paint the Night. I'm like, what the hell? Bert's not in Paint the Night, so I was like totally confused. <laughs> uh, right. No, when he was he's doing his chalk paintings at night. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the parade when you said and that. And then walking the park with uh, Mary. Walt yeah, walking to the park with Mickey. That's what I. Uh, that's yep. If Matt was here, he'd lose his mind on these riddles. Like, no, that doesn't <laughs> count. Yeah, he'd be yelling in his underwear. He'd be yelling at us. <laughs> I miss oh Matt. My Matt back in. All right. Well, two so, weeks. So you guys know, two weeks. Forgot to tell you guys, Disney Dependent will be back in two weeks. That'll awesome. be fun. Yeah, they're gonna be back in a couple weeks. So right. I don't think you've met them yet, Lewis. Probably. I don't think so. They're awesome. It's been a while, yeah. I'm yeah. waiting for another uh, Bill and Barry show because that oh, one, yeah, that was like my second time on the show, and it was epic. Yeah, there. Yeah, I'll work on that too. But right. Barry's working crazy hours now, so it's he works really late. He works, yeah, he has some some new job where he works really really late, to where they only do their show every other week now. But shout out to Bill and Barry, we love you guys. Well, you're next one. Late. <laughs> I know, right? Did you even actually have to work? Today? Huh? Did you even actually have to work? Well, here's today? the thing. I I had I had legal stuff I had to deal with earlier, so I handled that. Then I came here, and then they're like, "We got three car deals." I'm like, "What the hell did you guys all do all day?" You know. So I typed all this stuff up, and then supposedly someone was coming in. They showed up, but they didn't buy anything. So now I'm sitting here in this building by myself. It's dark out there. It's just me in here. The cleaner will be here soon. So, but yeah, I did have to work. I was told I had to work, and I wasn't asked, Rodney. So that's kind of messed up that she just told me that I had to work and didn't ask me to work, but I'm going to leave it at that. What's the next one? Lou? All right. So I take my kids to a music concert. I feed my kids. They aren't my kids, but you always have to trust the rat. Who am I? Paint. Paint. I forgot I don't have to I really, say a name I really anymore. like I really like the other one. <laughs> if you had to guess a character, who would it be? First, I was going to go with Goofy. That's what I was thinking, too, was Goofy. But then you said Rat, so I was kind of... Oh, freaking Possum. Yeah, so yeah, maybe it is Goofy. I, I agree with Brianna. I think it's Goofy. Paint. We win, right? I mean, it is Paint, but it's not Goofy. Don't it is Max? Tom... Thomas O'Malley, the alley, the alley cat. cat. All right, okay. The rock concert with the scat cat mm-hmm. feeding the kids. They're not my kids, but you always have to trust the rat. Okay, okay. Feeling good about it. All right. But I guess, you know, true or false, you're, you're going to get it. That's fair. What else you got for us? I got nowhere to be, so we can go through all these. Brandon, you got anything going on? I'm good. All right, all let's right. go. Well, side note, <laughs> side note, I left my list at my office. So oh, I'm okay. spitballing this off of Google, just kind of going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so bear with me. So, all right. I'm a single parent. 
My child has seen some abuse. I've been sheltered all day. You're a single parent. My kid's seen some abuse, and I'm sheltered all day. Speaking of which, there's an art project for this exact idea. Paint. Paint. Hank? Paint. 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 I just said Hank. No, Hank paint. Paint. I know who it is even. I was gonna I was gonna guess paint because every animated character has only one parent. But that's right. It's paint, isn't <laughs> but it? I don't know who it is. Who wants to guess? It's Nemo. No, what? He's not sh- I mean, I guess he's sheltered, but no. <laughs> he's abused. Or whatever what? you said. Not, well, he's, born, he's born with a disability, not abused. Yeah, well, that's okay. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was abused by that shark that came. He was. Shark bait. Hoo-ha-ha. And, and not only that, the, the first clue was, I'm a single parent. Nemo doesn't have kids. Okay, his dad. That's it. Thank you, George. Marlin. Marlin. Nope. Nemo's dad. Nope. I mean, it fits, the descri- it, it, fits the, it fits the description of the ship for being sheltered. It's Mrs. I mean, Potts. Marlon kind of did shelter himself after Mrs. the shark Potts. attack. Yeah, Mrs. <laughs> Potts sheltered all day in the castle. My son has been, my kid has been abused, chipped. God damn it. But we got it right. We said paint. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> it's a 50 50. <laughs> you came up with the game. Yeah, you Didn't we of pick it. like anchor well, paint first last time I mean, and then you hoping, gave us a clue? Hoping. Oh, the games are built. I usually build the games just to get more like conversation piece. Like, <laughs> Just to get the crowd going, like, yeah. but it's hard when there's just just the two of us or three well, of us. Don't worry, people will be back. Joey will be back, and Sam will be back someday, and um, David will be back. Me, and David are going to see Wakanda forever on the tenth. Can't wait. I'm going on the thirteenth. Nice. I, can't yeah, I was going to say I have to go on the weekend. I'm probably going to cry. Oh, for sure. Do you hear that? Rihanna's doing like the like the theme for it. Oh, yeah, I, I that saw, song comes out Friday. It comes out so. Friday, yeah. The, her, speaking, the song. speaking of movies, you're still here. We didn't watch any trailers. I guess that can be our finale tonight. You can do that at the end, yeah, because yeah. they're pretty cool trailers. I'm excited about them. So do two more of these. We'll watch some trailers. How's that sound? Let's do it. I'm game. Okay. I'm game. I thought you said that, Lewis, because I'm like, I'm not on my game tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> Neither am I, obviously. My game sucks tonight. No way. <laughs> we're cr- me and Brianna are crushing I mean, it. We're, we're getting them all right. Paint. <laughs> we're, uh, we're making our answers right. They've all been <laughs> paint, by the way, wrong. just so we're clear. They've all been paint. Nah, Bert was ink. Ink. Yeah. Whatever. Ink or paint. I don't care. All right. So we want to go swim. <laughs> so we want to be like that. All right. So, all right. I have two personalities. Nobody likes one of them, but everybody loves the main one. This just popped up on Facebook. That's why I'm using it. Okay, go ahead. Read that again. I still have two personalities. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes one of them. Everyone likes my main one. The main one? Yep. Okay. And, and Ink is a real person, right? Ink is a real person. Ink. I'm going with paint. It's Wanda. Nope. Okay, I tried but you're both right because there's an ink and paint answer for it. It's the Little Mermaid. Okay. You sure it's not one? Explain that one to me. Here we go. Oh, good. I I missed that picture. Okay. I almost okay. forgot it. Didn't. Well, exist. there you go. It's it's still here. Here you go. 
Look how excited she is. She's not at all. <laughs> looks pissed. Even like the side eye. She, she looks like she's she looks like she's holding in a fart. Oh come on! Some of that mystic power gas. Just no, I'm saying. <laughs> all right. So I don't I don't really have any more. So if you want, okay. So let's watch this, this trailer real quick. Thunderbolt Ross news coming out. Uh, it. it only makes sense. So I, I saw this on the Disney Insider. I don't know how true it was. I believe it was rumored, but Edward Norton coming to Disney Plus. For those of you guys that have not seen uh, She Hulk season finale, mild spoiler. But apparently, Edward Norton almost made the entrance into the. She- <laughs> this is yeah. the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Immediate like, regret. This is epic. <laughs> the fact that we've shown it twice tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, no, no. no. That's right. my it's favorite part. <laughs> she says, no, I'm not all right. I'm not all right at all. <laughs> Poor kid. I like to text the next morning. or that No, after the show. Guys, I'm really not doing no crap. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Well, during Extra Magic, our literally, literally, we were doing... Well, I I think the, the big TikTok that's on TikTok right now that everyone's talking about, I say, well, Sam just left oh, us. Oh, yeah, you she do. went <laughs> in the middle of the show and just took off and was just gone. So, but, hey. I hope she's not sick from that. Still, that'd be terrible. So let's get this going here. Oh, I gotta bring up the thing. Let me. I bring these up. What's, what's trailers are we watching? We're watching the, um, the Ant-Man? Marvel, the Ant Man, and um, the Christmas special. The Christmas special, yeah. Which I, we're gonna watch I that one seen first. The Christmas special one yet? I'm trying to do this here real quick. Hang on. So we'll go like this. Uh, share tab audio. Boom. Can you see it? Can you guys see it? Uh, yeah. I can see it now. Okay, here we go. So Christmassy, too. It's on the calendar that right now on Earth, it's almost Christmas time. We don't have time for trivialities like Christmas. But Peter's so sad about Gamora being gone. Maybe if we go to Earth for a really wonderful Christmas gift, it would make him happy. Something special he will never forget. What about someone special? We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary <laughs> Kevin Bacon. I just said that. If your voice is small and mouse, I think maybe he didn't hear you. <laughs> You're coming with us as a Christmas present. I'm through. I'm here for it. I think it looks great. <laughs> it looks fun. I want a Groot plush with the little ears, the antlers on. Marketing. That's what I need. Imagine Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Four years or like 10 years ago at this point now, when the first Guardians is about to come out and he just heard his name on the big screen, knew his name was there and nothing from it. And to think like so many years later, I'm gonna be in a Christmas special with Guardians. Is something playing besides itself? I don't hear anything. I hear you guys talking. I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> like t- double. 
like echo. There's like a huge delay. You guys don't hear that delay? There's a giant, there was a giant delay in the um, trailer. Whoa. You're, you're still lagging. There was a lag in the trailer, but it's stopped now. This is your conscience. What is happening? I'll be right. <laughs> oh no, we're gone. <laughs> We've been left to our own. <laughs> he left us. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing ever. There's like a huge delay. I can hear, I'm hearing what we said, like, <laughs> is, are you still like I, I don't know you might have to go all the way out <laughs> you guys aren't getting a delay no no I'll be right back what was in his drink <laughs> wait now hello hello hey. <laughs> hello hey no. is it better what what was in the drink I'll be back <laughs> okay I mean, there was a delay in the trailer. I could the the sound didn't match up with their lips. Yeah, there was but. a little bit of a delay, but uh, yeah, that that hit Sean's core and it is not. Yeah. Uh, he exited stage <laughs> left. Around. And never, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the look, the looks he was giving. Yeah, it, it reminded me of Smokey off of Friday. Like, ooh, ooh. Look, oh let's gosh. see. Oh, oh. man. Oh. Well, uh, He's trying what to was your back. feedback on the trailer? Oh, wait. I mean... Okay, you want to know what happened? Sure. So when I finished playing that video, I, I clicked the next thing, which was Waltz Apartment Live on YouTube. I was hearing the YouTube feed through my headphones. Oh. <laughs> Actual live. I apologize. Everyone. Like I'm the a... lag from the YouTube feed. It's just that kind of day. So what I miss. Oh, dude, your face. Let's just start. We were just laughing about this. how you were looking around. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I look up and it says YouTube and it says Walt's Department Live. I'm like, what the hell? That's why. So we good. So what'd you guys think of the trailer? Did you guys already talk about it and talk bad things about me while I was gone? <clears throat> did, did you hear the Kevin Bacon part? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. So I was sharing. Imagine like when the first Guardians came out and uh, Chris Pratt's like, oh, guys, like Kevin Bacon. He's like, oh, that's my name. Imagine at that point not knowing, hey, guess what? In about six, seven years, you're going to be in a holiday special with these guys. <laughs> I wonder what he's thinking. Like, great, now I'm in this. Yeah. Well, I was like, I just thinking, yeah, now that. Because this one looks badass. Have you guys seen the Quantum Mania one? I have. Yeah, this is the one they showed at D23. So. Oh, is it the same one? Yeah. Yeah, so very, very similar. I'm going to bring it up here in a second. I'm going to make it that paused. And then I've got to do this. And we click on share. It's it's really exciting for the people listening that they get to hear all the behind the scenes stuff. People watching at least get to watch it. So (laughs) can you see it? It's It's loading. loading. Let's go. I used to ask myself a lot of questions. Scott, you're at XCon. How are you an Avenger? That doesn't make sense. But everywhere I go, people tell me the same thing. Thank you, Spider-Man. People still need help, Dad. That's why we made this. It's like a satellite for deep space, but Quana. Wait, wait a minute. It's not the same daughter, right? No, I can change the actresses. Okay. Turn it off. Now. Oh, no. Damn you, Cassie. <laughs> Cassie! Oh, 
Vigilate's great. It's Great yeah, song. I, I, I hope they do a little backdrop on Cassie on how she's so aware of what's going on now. So aware and smart. Yeah. I mean, There's something I never told you. No, no. This is cool right here. This is it isn't what you think. Bill Murray. <laughs> and give you more time. If you help me. So, what's it gonna be? Loved it. What do you guys think? I've been excited for this movie for a long time, and this just helps with that. So, yeah. Um, you guys ever watch the guy, the no spoilers, spoilers, whatever? Paul, his name is Paul on YouTube. He like breaks down videos. I, I, I watch him to help me understand everything in Marvel because I don't understand any of it. <clears throat> he thinks that the way he says Ant Man, the way he's talking to Ant Man, that Ant Man's going to die. Going back to Loki, because I guess Loki in, in that, he made the comment that he'd killed Avengers in the past, or he's made that comment somewhere that he's killed Avengers. Have... I mean, what do you guys think? So part of me, looking at what Marvel has done with a lot of their OG characters, with, with the exclusion of Thor, I don't know how Thor got a part four, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't understand. But like everybody else, they have this like perfect trilogy before their characters kind of gone whether it's gone mm-hmm. because of the story or gone because of contract and stuff like that i don't think he's gonna die um but i do think he's gonna go mia in the quantum realm especially the way they started the trailer with cassie being very known of a lot of that stuff now mm-hmm. but i feel like she's gonna carry on the mantle that seems to be the the route marvel's going with a lot of the characters um but I don't. I ultimately don't know. Paul yeah. Rudd is what fifty two now. I mean, he still looks young. But well, he Nicole's is excited young. about it. She puts Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul Rudd. That's Paul Rudd. Amazing. Yep. He's great. So, but I, I, I'm really. I don't think he's gonna die in this one. But I do think Ant Man's run is coming to an end, probably due to contractual reasons. Okay, Brianna, what do you think? Honestly, yeah, I kind of agree, because when he said that, I was like, oh, yeah, this is his third movie. This is probably, you know, the time to wrap up his storyline. But I don't think we've ever had a character die in their own movie. <laughs> like, well, supposedly Wanda's dead, right? No, and that no, wasn't no. her movie. It was technically titled <clears throat> for Doctor Strange. Did but... you guys see the, the <laughs> meme? And it was says, it was a picture of all of that stuff, and it says all... All Scott need to do is ask for Wanda's help, and she's standing above, like doing stuff. 
and like it shows like the that purple section in that in, in the trailer there. And I thought it was funny that like she could just change it, but thought it was funny. I, I do hope now that we're getting more Kang, I do hope that we they take their time and let us know what it's about because obviously he's in Loki, which is a different timeline. He's in Ant Man, which is not only Ant Man's timeline, but it's the quantum realm. Which, and I think this is where Marvel gets a little bit disconnected. This whole time travel thing has become a very messy spiderweb. It's hard to follow. It's it really yeah. is. It's it's getting hard to follow. So I hope they take Phase Five and slow it down a little bit. But we ultimately don't know what's about to happen, no and we don't know what's going to happen in Wakanda. <laughs> And Wakanda's the end of uh, Phase Four, so yeah. we really don't know how Wakanda's gonna end. I remember, remember when um, Ant, or uh, Infinity War ended, the dust we saw the dust for like three more movies. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be very interesting to see if Kang pops up in there. If there's an end credit scene in there, um, but I overall I'm in. I think Ant Man is probably my second favorite trilogy. I mean, I haven't seen the third one, but this one looks promising. Right behind Captain America, I think Captain America has the best one, two, three trilogy film. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you about Wakanda Forever because there's they're saying uh, the big rumor for that is Doctor Doom will come at the end of Wakanda Forever. I've heard that a couple times, and then I saw something that Adam Driver was talking to Marvel possibly about, and they say, "Could you see Adam Driver playing Doctor Doom?" <clears throat> Oh, I think that'd be weird. I heard it's gonna be Howard Stern. I, that'd be I, weird. I, it'd be weird, but I heard that that was that was possible too. Brianna, what do you think of the trailer? What do you? I mean, like I said, this is when we saw D twenty three. It always yeah. excites me. I I agree with Lewis uh, that one. I I can't fully say that if it died again, I don't feel like any have died in their own movies. So right, right. And it just doesn't feel like something Marvel would do more than. Would it fit in the storyline? I don't know. And I don't know. That just doesn't feel right to me, like it would happen, but I'm not the biggest Marvel predictor. So, um, but this Loki one has been on the. Loki lost me. I'm <laughs> not going to I completely got lost in Loki. It opened up a lot that Marvel could do, mm-hmm. and they don't have to keep such a clean timeline anymore. Right. Um, and how they're bringing Loki back in the middle of all this, too. Because that's going to happen. Are they, aren't they filming that right now? It's going to be in the middle of Phase 5. Is Loki's going to show up back on Disney Plus sometime next yeah. year, probably. You're like, what the hell? You know? So Yeah, it's going to... Everything's going to be... Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I'm really, yeah, interested to see how the timeline will keep. Or, yeah, where, like, the Season 2 of Loki will be. Because we've never had a second season of a Disney Plus show. This mm-hmm. will be our first experience of how that will fit into a timeline. Um, there's a lot coming for Marvel. Yeah, it's crazy. Excited, so. We need the Marvel tribe back. Let's go. I'm, I'm curious to see why they go back, why they're trying to go back into the quantum realm. Like, I want I want to know that reasoning, too, in this one. And well, it looked I, like they got pulled in. It looked like that. I'm pretty sure that thing was a mistake. I mean, <laughs> If you heard what Cassie was saying, she's like, "Oh, we have a way to communicate." Why are you communicating? Because she what, what was? Well, down I'm assuming there that- she's trying to communicate because her dad got lost down there for five years. She was probably yeah. getting pretty curious on what in the world happened. Yeah, I hope I hope it does a lot of explaining because I think Doctor Strange that was Doctor Strange's issue with the Multiverse of Madness is it jumped so quick into the heaviness of it. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. how, how do how do we get 
to this exact point. Like, give us a little bit more. But overall, this trailer for me, I think I can watch this one and be okay until February. Like, I don't need yeah, to see Yeah, you said that in our chat. Yeah. yeah, I was thankful for the second trailer of Wakanda, and that helped a little bit more. But this trailer gave me the perfect amount of I don't know, and I want to see it. I yeah. think you'll see another trailer still. That's just what oh, they I'm do. sure they will. They always will take except Spider Man. Spider Man. They kept that. You know, they didn't do anything too much with that. But yeah, we went an hour and a half. You guys have anything else you want to share? Say questions, comments, concerns. I don't know if anyone's even watching anymore. No one's commented anything since Nicole said Paul Rudd. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, on on this end, I'm, I see four watching, but I don't know. Yeah. You got the actual numbers. Yeah. Well, eight, eight, seven. People are leaving. Nope. There they go. Nope. They're leaving. They're out of here. <laughs> they don't want to talk to us anymore. But hey, I always say I never think we have a show. I'm not even sure I'm going to have a show. Nicole's still here. Hello, Nicole. Hey. Why aren't you on with us if you're a host of On Walt's Apartment? Why aren't you just in the in the uh, in the old screens here with us? What do they call it on you know NFL Network, the Octo Box, whatever it is? You get all the the boxes. But uh, yeah. I appreciate you guys. On the great on Main Street View for the great debate. That's what we got to do. Oh my gosh, that'd be a four-hour episode. Are we ready for that? I'm ready. Yeah, I'll drink. A, I'll, I'll pound a monster beforehand, and we're game. She wants to talk about trash cans, so I know that. Oh that's gosh, a, I can't yeah. debate trash cans for four hours, but I'll try. Yeah, she's a she's a hammer. She's excited. She says, "Um, but I was lost on the Marvel conversation." I I agree with you, Mary. I I get lost too. Mary's still here. Keith is still here. We appreciate you guys sticking in with us for yes, the hour thanks, and a half. Be on the lookout for the discount yes. code. She's ready to. Um, she's ready. Nicole is ready to uh, debate with Lewis. I think me and Brianna can just sit there and watch. Yeah, I was like, I'll come in for a yeah, view. We'll, we'll just sit there and <laughs> just like the thriller meme eating popcorn. Yeah, I will. Just... I will pop some yeah, popcorn for this. <laughs> so, um. Are you going to tell us the code right now, or am I putting it in the show notes? I'm going to leave it up to you. What should the code be? I, I can type it in. Are we going to make up the code? Yeah, why not? Sunken WAP. Sunken WAP. That sounds bad. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Should we keep it the same as our other one to keep, you know? Is it just for Walt's Department listeners, or is it like for all of your followers? Anybody that listens to this podcast that listens to this and gets that code, they can utilize it. And then what right. I'll do... What I'll do is to make sure we have our viewers coming back and enjoying all our conversations. Uh, I'll change it probably monthly so that way the viewers come back, listen to us, and find out next month's code. Oh. <laughs> Nicole has a vote for the, the code. Big L. <laughs> Big L should be the code. <laughs> Big L. The secret code. Big L. And um, then we get... Then we get no sales, and I take the big L. No. We don't want um, to put that energy out there. We'll put the code out. We'll talk about the code when we get off here. But I mean, whatever. It could be whatever. Um, whatever you think, Lewis, it's your company. All right. I'll put something together, and then I will do. I will, I will make a post on our IG, and it Love will be it. out later on tonight. And then as soon as you guys see that post, whether it's you guys watching at home or us here on the show, as soon as you see that post come out. Oh, leave it up. Oh, I thought you did that. Yeah, geez. Okay. <laughs> You're back. The website will be live for 24 hours well, after that post is there. Let's do it. Appreciate you both. Thank you so much. Appreciate all that hung out with us, all of your listeners, all of our followers, everyone. Check out Walt's Apartment Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, waltzapt.com. Um, yeah, it's, it's all good. So we hope you enjoy the view from Walt's Apartment. 
Good night, everyone. Bye. Say something, Moose. See ya. <laughs>